Hey there, Sovereigns. Monica Grace here from cardreadingqueen.com. And today's content is, are you on a twin soul journey or are you just bored? How to tell the difference. And the reason I wanted to create this is that I see some people questioning, are they even on a twin soul journey? So typically if you're on the ascension journey path at all, you are, you are on a twin soul journey you may have a different focus. So sometimes people enter the ascension journey from a place of life purpose or divine purpose, uh, or um, sometimes, you know, there, there are different ways to enter this journey, basically. But as you ascend, you are always going to come into union with your twin soul. And that's because the ascension journey is all about healing and loving yourself more deeply. And as you do that, you naturally attract your twin soul into your reality. So, but you know, it's, it's a question because sometimes people have, they don't even realize that subconsciously they have some ulterior motives for being on the twin soul journey. And a lot of times the way that people get into the twin soul journey is they fell in love with a specific person and they don't want to release them or are not ready to release them and are not able to move on. Um, and so they say like, this is my twin soul. And then they keep kind of pursuing them. And, uh, it's not to say that that person isn't your twin soul. They, they might be your twin soul, but, um, you have to be in this journey for the right reasons and being on this journey for the right reasons really just means that you are doing your inner work consistently and that you are committed to your inner work and thus committed to the journey and not trying to get a person, a specific person. So, um, that's, there are three signs that you are actually on the twin soul journey or that you are making progress on the twin soul journey. The first one, um, you want your true love versus wanting a specific person. So if you are trying to get um, someone specific, we'll say like Jacob, like I, I want to be with Jacob, that is not really the twin soul journey. That's not how the twin soul journey works. So Jacob may have been the person that helped you find the twin soul work and learn about twin souls and get on the twin soul or the twin flame journey that may have been what Jacob activated for you, but the twin soul journey is not about how can I manipulate the universe into getting Jacob specifically. Like that's just not what this is about. Um, the twin soul journey is about how do I heal what Jacob is showing me in order to either attract him because he's my twin soul and we make the same four choices or to release him because he's not my twin soul. And so that's really what you're trying to, like, if you were focused on Jacob right now, what you're trying to figure out is you're really just trying to go deeper and deeper into um, your own healing work. And that is going to reveal to you either Jacob is my twin soul or Jacob isn't my twin soul. Um, so you have to want your true love, your divine love over wanting Jacob. The second sign is, um, realize, so, so if you're not on the twin soul journey, you may be looking for love, joy, peace, and pleasure outside of you versus 
realizing that you are love, you are joy, you are peace, and you are pleasure. And so that's a big part of the twin soul journey as well. Because for the most part, as we grow up, and especially in, you know, really in any society in the world right now, uh, this is true, is we're always looking for things externally or outside of ourselves. And this journey is about realizing that you you can provide everything you desire um, within yourself. Like you have the inner resources to provide for your own desires. Like that's what the journey is teaching you. And so again, if you're looking outside of yourself, like, oh, I want to win a million dollars or whatever it is, um, that's an external thing. Uh, and if you're basing your happiness, your joy, your peace on like, I need to go get a million dollars. And if I don't have a million dollars in my reality, then I'm unhappy. I'm unpeaceful. I lack joy. I lack passion. I, you know, if you're, if that's kind of where you are, um, you have to realize that it's the inner work that makes you feel the feeling of having a million dollars in your reality. So it's really an inner job. And as you do the inner job, your outer reality shifts in order to accommodate that inner work. And that can only happen that that happens just by the law of attraction. So if the thing you want is not a million dollars, let's say the thing you want is, I don't know, like your twin soul. Um, It's really, you know, you have to realize that your twin soul does not contain your peace, your joy, your happiness, or your pleasure. That's not, um, that's not what, or your love, most importantly, your love, that your twin soul is not going to give those things to you. You have to have those things. Um, and you really can't, it's funny because like your twin soul is you, so you can't actually get peace from your twin soul if you don't have peace within you. Like, think about that. How can you take peace from yourself if you don't have the peace to give yourself? Um, so that's why, that's why it's like such an inner journey is, um, because you have to, you can't be grasping at your twin soul to give you the things that are missing within you. You have to you have to fill yourself, basically. And then that's that's when your twin soul enters your reality. So then the third sign is that you are chasing a false high um, of any sort rather than chasing after God or your higher power. Or, you know, and that could be like the cre- your creator, the universe, source, spirit. Um, you, you're essentially... Like there is only your higher power that you want and, and every high that you experience is only your higher power. Like the only reason you would want a million dollars is to get high. Um, and what you're really seeking is God or, or your higher power. So I, I just use God cause that's, that's what I call my higher power. So you're really just seeking God with everything you want. Um, every desire that's within your heart is just a desire for God and a desire for more God, really. 
So if you are desiring a million dollars, it's because you want God. If you are desiring your twin soul, it's because you want God. Um, if you're desiring, you know, whatever your, whatever your true desires are, um, it's really just a desire for God. And so the great thing about that is that you can work on your desire. You can bring your desires of any sort to you by just focusing on your relationship with God. Um, like go directly to the thing you want as opposed to trying to get high. And so I see this with, um, the place where I see this the most is with drug and alcohol addiction. Um, so especially people who do a lot of drugs, they are chasing a high, right? Like we are, we know that they're chasing a high and the high that they're chasing is like what they, what they truly desire is God. They don't need drugs to get high, um, it's actually that they want God and they are abusing their bodies through drugs. And I'm not, I'm not judging anybody who takes drugs. Um, and I, I'm also coming from a place of, you know, I had a lot of alcohol abuse in my twenties um, and especially after my, um, after I was separated from my ex-husband, I was a pretty intense alcohol abuser um, to the point of, almost, you know, I, I wasn't an alcoholic and I still drink alcohol. There's nothing wrong with drinking alcohol. Um, I drink it in moderation now, usually like a glass of wine, for example. Um, and like once every, once every, you know, couple weeks typically. Um, and, and it's fine to drink more or less than that. I'm not, it's, this isn't about judgment. When I was an alcohol abuser, it was really like, I was just chasing, a desire to feel good. Um, and I couldn't, I, I didn't think I could feel good because I was getting a divorce and my life was falling apart. So I turned to alcohol to try to numb out that pain so I could feel better. But really what I was looking for was God. And I did not have God in my life at that point because I was just angry at him for causing my divorce, I guess was, <laughs> so we, we've had to resolve. God and I have had to work through that, but, um, because obviously I'm the one who caused my own divorce. Uh, yeah. So, and, and it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be drugs and alcohol, but that's, that's the one where it's like most obvious. It's like, you're chasing a desire to feel good really. And the reason, you know, the reason you want to feel good is because it's supposed to draw you toward God. Like God is what you're actually seeking there. And it can, it doesn't have to be alcohol. And it's usually not alcohol or drugs. Um, the, that's just the most prevalent example. The other, another example is like um, traveling. Like I've noticed can be a way to get really high. Like, oh, I can't wait for my next vacation. Or like, I have to have this trip to look forward to um, or else I'm not happy. Or like, and it's like vacationing is fun. I Don't get me wrong. Traveling is fun. But sometimes sometimes it's also an escape from regular life, right? Like, like you want to escape your life basically because your life doesn't feel good. And so you have to escape your life through an external means. Uh, and it's, it's like, you're actually just seeking God in all of that. And so I see that with traveling. I see it with people's jobs. It's like, they can't wait for the weekend because they don't like their work. Um, and it's like, it's, uh, it's, 
I guess it's funny to me because I've healed this for myself. So I'm, I, I'm not trying to like, if, if you don't like your work, I have a lot of compassion for you because I used to also not like my work and I had to heal that. And it was really hard. Like I, it was very, very hard to figure out what I really wanted to do with my life, what my life purpose was and to find ways to like support myself financially doing that. And I still have stuff to work through there, of course. And, but like you see people, they like, especially people who say like work hard, play hard. I always, I mean, it's fine if you're all for that. You know, there's no, there's no judgment about it. But um, I've noticed that for some people who say that, like the, the crux of the issue is that you actually don't like your job. And you believe that you have to suffer before you can have pleasure is kind of like, instead of just finding a job that creates a lot of pleasure for you, you find a job that you hate, that makes you a lot of money so that you can then create pleasure that isn't even actually that pleasurable for you. And so like one example that, so I went to grad school, um, in Chicago and it was like this really fancy MBA school. Um, I won't, there are two of them, so I won't say which one, two, two of the elite ones there in Chicago. So I won't say which one, but, um, it was like, I met a lot of people like that who were there because they wanted to make a lot of money and don't get me wrong. I wanted to make a lot of money as well. And that's probably why I went. And then I did make a lot of money <laughs> afterwards. Um, but it's like, I you know, it was like such a prevalent culture of this work hard, play hard. And it was just, it was really just a belief that you couldn't make money doing what you loved. You had to sacrifice and be in pain, um, in order to make money. And then the people who worked hard and played hard, they always like just got really drunk. Like that was like the big thing of like, okay, we had a really long day of work. Now we're going to go out and like, just drink, drink ourselves, um, into like a stupor and hook up with random people or, you know, go, go out and party with our coworkers and like, or even like have a, have an affair with some person that we work with, um, in order to feel good after depleting ourselves, doing something we didn't like doing. And it was just a cycle. And it, and I noticed, so not only, did I experience that cycle and not, not like the cheating. I didn't do it like not, not the hooking up or any of that, but like, I definitely, you know, I definitely did like shots with my coworkers after work or whatever, or like grab some drinks with my coworkers after work. So I definitely did a lot of that. And I started to realize like, like when I really, I started to realize like everybody there was just getting high off of, um, kind of like these, I don't want to say fake relationships, but like relationships without a, a true foundation, um, and alcohol, you know? So alcohol is always like a pretty poor foundation to build a friendship on or a relationship on. I've noticed. Um, and I saw this, I saw this both in college with like the fraternity sorority dynamic. It's like, when I think about like who are my true friends from college? Like 
it's not the people that I got wasted with every weekend. Um, even though at the time those relationships felt like so good and like so fun. Uh, but it wasn't like, I don't talk to any of those people anymore. Like I'm not friends with those people. Uh, and it's not just time that was the, it's not like just that time has passed. It's that the friendship didn't have a foundation aside from alcohol like that. And that wasn't, that's not like a lasting foundation for a relationship. And it was the same for, um, my coworkers. So I used to work in, um, tech startups and this was, this work hard, play hard culture was prevalent. I worked, you know, like my MBA program, um, the work hard, play hard was a prevalent culture. And it was like, um, those you, you invest like all this time and energy into not just the job, but also the relationship with coworkers. And at the end of the day, those relationships, like they are founded on a false foundation because they're founded on this. So like when you leave your job, for example, you don't maintain those relationships. Um, or if you stop drinking, you stop going out with those people, you can't maintain the relationships with them. And the reason they fall away is because it wasn't a foundation to begin with. Whereas like my true friendships, when I think about them, they're not founded on, they're not founded on work. They're not founded on going out or drinking. They're founded on like real things in my life, like spirituality or like even just love for each other. Like I want this person to grow. They want me to grow. Um, being able to talk to them about my life in like a real way. Um, so those are the things that real friendships are founded on. And it, I had to learn the hard way. And I, and I just see this with so many people too, like just investing so deeply in these things that like are ultimately nothing. Like it's just a, it's just a waste of time basically. Um, and it's, it's not to say that if you, if you believe in work hard, play hard, that's great. Um, it's, I'm just, I'm talking about a very specific culture that I experienced, um, in corporate and then in tech startups and then at my graduate program that it was like a, it was just like a temporary high. Um, and, and it felt like so real, but like it was, it was a temporary high. Um, so I see that a lot. So it's, it's just this idea that you are chasing the false high instead of just chasing what you really want, which is like, what you really want is to feel good and to have a deep relationship with life itself. Um, which is the universe, God, source, spirit, higher, higher power, creator, and so on. So those are the three, the three signs that, you are actually bored rather than moving forward on your twin soul journey or your ascension journey. Um, and the great news is that you can shift this at any time. So you can just choose the other thing. Like uh, you can choose love over a specific person and you can, and, and like love is your true desire. Like you want a loving and deep romantic relationship. That's your true desire your false desire is Jacob, like the specific person that you think is your twin soul. You know, same with like whatever you think is going to create um, love and peace and joy outside of you. 
uh, create that within you because that's that's the true that's your true desire and it's your true foundation as well in life. And then, you know, same with um, the false high. Like, you want God. You want your higher power. You don't want, like, another trip to Ibiza or something. Or you don't want, you know, a new outfit that, like, is super expensive. You don't want a new handbag. You don't want um, a new job or, like to go out, you know, go do shots with your coworkers. Like those are not the real things you want. Um, what you really want is God. So I hope this was helpful to you. Thank you so much for watching. And I wanted to give you a quick update on my books. Um, your twin soul journey is the first book in a series. And so I've broken out some of the content from that and put it into its own books. And so there's two reasons I'm doing that. One is so that I can go deeper into the, the content itself. Um, and then two is so that it's not like an unruly book because the book, the, the Your Twin Soul Journey book was getting very long. It was like 400 pages, 500 pages. And to me, that's like going to be very difficult to get through. So I've been breaking it up into smaller topics so that I can have like much smaller books uh, and I think it'll just serve this community better. So those are going up on pre-order at some point in the next couple weeks, and they may already be up on pre-order by the time you receive this video or podcast, because I do record these in advance. So, uh, definitely check it out. You can go to my YouTube channel for updates, cardreadingqueen.com slash YouTube. You can go to my podcast, Your Twin Soul Journey, uh, which you can find anywhere that podcasts are sold, I guess. I, I guess if you can sell something that's free. Um, anywhere that podcasts can be downloaded. And then you can check out my blog, cardreadingqueen.com slash blog for updates as well. Or you can go, um, you can sign up if you want, if you want like an email when this, when these books um, go up on pre-order, just to see what they are, you can go to cardreadingqueen.com slash twin soul journey. And then you can click on the buttons there and it will give you a form for pre-order notifications. So definitely check that out. Um, and if you don't see that form, you can email team at cardreadingqueen.com really at any time. If you have any questions, you can always email us. Uh, and if, if it's not there, it may be that the book is um, already up on pre-order as well. So uh, definitely, definitely uh, check that out. Thank you so much for watching and listening. I hope you have a beautiful and blessed day.